0: Are we going to die? I don't know. You're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. uh oh, This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is Trump-A-S-T-R-U-M-P-A-N-A-N-A-S. What?
1: I don't know. I don't even know.
0: Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like, we're talking about reality TV.
1: Yep. And um, there was barely news this week. No. So, and we're so up our own fucking asses <laughs> that I have no idea what's going to happen in this episode. Um, At this point with this podcast, we've ridden it into the ground. The wheels have definitely fallen off. And even our Patreon podcast is, like, was I mean, late. it's going to
0: be late if it's late and... You know, what can we do? We're I'm, not on anyone's actual schedule, so we're no. now, because of being up our own asses, it's then led to being late, and
1: that's just what's Failing. <laughs> and
0: failing. So that's just basically what's, um, what's going to happen. We
1: still want... Um the girls and birds to join the Patreon. We do want the girls <laughs> and birds to join the Patreon. Just because, I
0: mean, the thing is about the Patreon is that there's no schedule. That's the great thing about it. You could get two in a row. You could get Wednesday Thursday. You get Friday Sunday. But you, usually
1: you we try to do it every Tuesday. We try, <laughs> and we pretty much do. And we
0: have pretty much
1: done. But sometimes
0: things happen, and you know, what can you do? Well, we like,
1: still encourage you guys. The more of you who join, the more likely it is we'll. Continue to do it and not quit this shit. Right. So um, tell them about the Patreon now. Well, for those of you
0: who want us to continue doing this podcast, um, <laughs> uh, you should join Patreon, which is patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. And basically it's just a dollar a dollar an extra episode. It's, n- it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Nothing. But it keeps the lights on. It keeps the wheels on the car. Yeah. It keeps the food on the floor for the animals. <laughs> and uh, especially now... You know, it's keeping us going. Keeping but us we going. haven't
1: had to buy Kleenex, have we? Because we we gotten... have not. But our Patreon people take care of us. Oh my God! What and, would we do without the Patreon? I know. And we got because we
0: got gifts. We got gifts, <laughs> and now we're not just getting gifts. We're getting things that are going to take care of us when we live in our cars. Yeah, right. So, like for me, I know that
1: I'm getting the Kleenex, the granola bars. Right. Um. You know, because Liam P. Liam, thank you so much. You sent us a box. We went directly from getting your box into a sober <laughs> retreat in which we in your box was Kleenex, granola bars, aloe vera, and a Robert Mueller prayer candle. I mean,
0: tre- oh, oh, atah, Robert Mueller. Like that, like we,
1: who finds a Robert Mueller candle? I don't it know. It is so random and so. But we have the, we've been crying into the Kleenex. Yeah. We're looking at a box of Kleenex from you right now. Yes. Um, Julie's been eating the granola bars. I have. Pretty much every day. Like twice a day. Every day. <laughs> every then...
0: day. And you got the best ones. You got the oats and honey and the peanut butter, which are my favorite. So,
1: you know. And like, we've been putting aloe vera on the sun chap. Putting sober aloe skin. vera on. <laughs>
0: I've slathered it on to my problem areas. And it is a delight. And it is helping. So thank you, Lee and Pete. Thank you for taking care of us.
1: God, we got so many good gifts. And like, then Jesse Guercio. A sweet young baby angel, a gorgeous baby angel. Like, um, first of all, she sent a card that said, um, to my girl crushes, Julie and Brandy, which, Jesse, you're already winning because no girls ever say I'm a girl crush. (laughs) They certainly no straight girls ever do. Well,
0: you know what? They're going to now. You're going to get an onslaught of people telling you you're their girl crush. I can tell you that. The,
1: the straight girls? I mean, I'm just assuming she's straight. You look straight, you're going to be straight. You look straight, you're going to be straight. <laughs> okay, so. I think we know that's the truth. You look pretty straight, Jesse. but maybe you're just young still. Um, but um, usually the, some gay girls will say I'm their I'm their girl crush. Well, but, certainly but, gay but girls. Yeah, I mean, no, come on. You're yeah. they're
0: just the regular crush. But like for a, a, You know that somebody's straight when they say girl crush.
1: Because oh, a gay true.
0: person is just like I'm, I have a crush on you. Yeah. But a straight girl right. would say you're her girl crush because it's you know what I mean.
1: Well, I'm in my feelings and it really made my day. It really did that that thing on the front of the card. where I was like, yeah. that's so sweet that she said I was her girl crush too. I'm just so thank you so much. She sent us a picture with her and her mom and her dog. Yes. <laughs> and then she sent a picture of of her and Beto O'Rourke. Beto. <laughs> So she's from Texas and she get, gave us, um, Beto, um, for Senate koozies and yep. Beto for Senate rainbow, I, AKA gay stickers. I mean,
0: I have to say now finding gay stickers, Maybe. however yeah. we go, hey, <laughs> however you're going to go down, you're going to go down. But I'm just saying whether, whatever Jesse is, uh, whatever your preference is, Jesse, <laughs> um, you're obviously cool.
1: Yeah. I love these so. stickers. They're some of my favorite. I can't wait for them to go on your yeah. guitar case. Yeah. And one will go on your guitar case and one will go on the bulletin board. Okay. And then she sent a picture. She has little post-it notes of, her, I think her dog is, what, is it, is it a it corgi? It looks like a corgi.
0: Like a corgi I mean, almost
1: mixed with that dog that Lassie is.
0: Oh, like a like a
1: shepherd of something? Like a border collie? Yeah, border collie. To me it looks like a, but maybe it's just a straight <laughs> corgi. I don't know. Either way, she has corgi post-its mm-hmm. attached to all the bottom and then she has a picture of her dog, Ollie, laying on the Pete Sousa Obama book, like the one yes. Andy only got me. And yep. she said, Ollie loves... Um, so rock. Well, yeah, okay, uh-huh. um, which is so sweet and very cute. sweet. And we are just gonna we those we don't need gifts. Really, pictures just do the it. The pictures are great. The
0: cards are great. Everything, anything you send us, we obviously appreciate because it just means you're thinking about us. And you know, right now we like we like that.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> know we need
0: it. <laughs> so anything that we can open and put in front of our eyeballs that isn't you know yeah. our own faces drugs. or just like <laughs> drugs feelings, and alcohol. Yeah, that's great now Bryce McClendon a Patreon a star a Patreon right? star yes he sent us like this was very unexpected so Bryce obviously you're an artist <laughs> uh, you're a craftsman and he sent us a feckless cunt little I want to like call a it painting, a painting or yeah. you know that he made and a frame that he it's a big frame and he wrote all over it and it says established December 6th 2016 is was our, when the podcast started And he's uh, There's all things All around the frame Like we don't need Your notes babe The the theme song lyrics Yeah Um, And on the back of it uh, Back of the frame Was like a long Sweet note That he wrote He wrote All all along the frame
1: Like his letter to us Right We'll always have Which was cool The note Yeah Because everyone else's notes We are going to throw away But we will keep the photos (laughs) Yes And then he gave us He sent us a photo Yes So we'll Um, put that In the bulletin board On the back of the photo It says J&B Keep it up You're making a difference In our lives I love y'all more than a a buffet of bottoms. Oh, P- and then he said, "P.S. I wish I could send you expensive shit, um, but all I got is this frame. But you know what? That's all we hey, need. That is all we need. And and your photo. We're gonna say the Bryce. He gay. He gay. He gay. He gay, honey. He gay, honey. Oh God, we got. Remember the chocolates? Oh, the chocolates. Sarah, 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 Sarah Wybright. and the baller, baller, baller. That chocolates. was a surprise. I mean, I. <laughs>
0: Sometimes I open those, we or we open the boxes and we're like, what do you think it is? And blah, blah, blah. I never would have guessed chocolates ever in a million years. And it wasn't just like Russell Stover. It was like truffles and ice cream filled chocolates and chocolate covered pretzels. And
1: oh my God, it was like, it was like a. It's like Joy- Deutsch Brothers, but maybe it's called Deech Brothers. I don't, no yeah, one, I don't she know said re- no one knows how to pronounce it. It's from Finley, Ohio, which is her hometown. Oh. And she said they're famous for it. Um, Bette Midler even loves it. Seriously, Google it. That's what she said. Okay. Um, I am going to, Sarah, I'm going to take, because we got chocolate-covered pretzels, <clears throat> ice cream-filled chocolates, <clears throat> and um, um, what are those ones called that are super nice? Truffles. truffles. I'm probably going to take the truffles to my uncle's 80th birthday party this coming Sunday. Mom, are you down for this? <laughs> and I'm going to pretend um, I'm rich because oh. it says no gifts, but I'm going to come and just be like, oh, I'll just bring these um, $100 chocolates. You guys throw them out on a platter, or whatever. I don't know if you have a janky platter back there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin, Teen, hopefully she's not listening to this because she'll know <laughs> that I'm gifting these chocolates. Um, but Sarah, I appreciate it so I can... I can appear rich to my family, rich and successful. Oh, we Googled Bette Midler. Do- and I'm going to say that when I drop the chocolates off at my uncle's party. I'm going to say Bette Midler loves these guys. I mean, and these are the exact ones she got us. The Happy birthday, Uncle Bill. Enjoy these chocolates. Bette Midler just loves them. I mean. And you know what? I'm not going to regift or at least drop off at the party mm-hmm. the $50 Taco Bell gift cards that she got us.
0: Um, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> eat that to yeah. death. And um, once again... As you know,
1: $50 each. $50 each, 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 Sarah. That is so much Taco Bell. I can't like, wait. My mom's probably going to be like, Should we stop at Taco Bell? And maybe like, Mom, no. <laughs> Don't try and you pay, Mom. I mean, you could feed yourself for a year with $50 on Taco Bell. Because you know you can't
0: spend. If you spent th- $13, that's for two people.
1: Yeah, and you feel bad. You're like, How many? Damn. Horrible. Yeah. And you have to eat it fast, and you have to eat it. And then Just, get the wrappers out, out the car,
0: okay? Uh, oh, and throw it away fast, like, it's, it's, I I can eat that like chips.
1: Then the bitch Sarah went ahead and gave me her Washington Post password today. I mean. So this, this podcast is brought to you by Sarah Weibright, because <laughs> hunty, she gave the password, and now between her and Jade, we're not buying a newspaper subscription from now until no. 2025. We are not. So thank you to our board of directors. Thank you to our chairmans. Thank you to our CEOs and our bosses and our employers. And Sarah sent a photo. She did print it out on her printer. Good. So now there's a crease on her face, but we'll flatten that out, Sarah. (laughs) And we're going to write your name on this so so that we, you know, can have it. On the board. And it just says, I just wanted to read her, like, a little bit of her letter. It says, Dear Julian Brandy, I wrote to you a few months back via Facebook Messenger, which is also sometimes how we make drug dealers because it's kind of safe, we heard. And I also... (laughs) We have a few different apps we do drug That's deals true. on, but Facebook Messenger is But people is one should of
0: them. know Messenger isn't really, I'm not really, I haven't, it's not really
1: on my phone anymore. So. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? We're trying to phase out Facebook, but except for drug deals. Um, to <laughs> let you know, we did see this, though. To let you know how much you got me through the passing of my best friend from breast cancer. Mm. It still holds true today. Gut is so damn sweet. Um, there really is nothing in this world that can make me laugh like the two of you can and you make my Tuesday so much more enjoyable. Both podcasts are truly wonderful. Not only is DGB insightful and educational, it also makes me feel a little bit better about our future. Mm. Well, we don't want to be doing that. <laughs> and there really isn't anything more fulfilling than Judge Julie. I think oh. hearing Brandy say, with all due, is my favorite thing in the world. Because, <laughs> most nice. of the, because most of the time we are all thinking what she is saying. The Patreon is pretty much the icing on a very delicious cake. Mm. Um, well, that's, that's nice. That's just so sweet. Sarah, thank you so much. And... And thank all of you guys. I mean it's there's nothing better than when you're in your feelings and people sending you things and being nice and sending you pictures and you yep. guys mean the world to us and um so when we quit this podcast like in the next couple of <laughs> weeks, just know that. But keep on sending gifts. <sighs> <laughs> Um, let's get to Eye of the Shitstorm.
0: You take some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it
2: down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall
0: where the shit used to be. Alright, so this week the shitstorm is again... <sighs> Swirling around Bruce, a.k.a. Brett Kavanaugh. (laughs) Uh, We like to call him Bruce. I I thought it was Bruce. I thought it was Bruce the whole last week. I'm sorry. And I can't not look at him and not see Bruce for some reason. Um, His nomination to the Supreme Court. Last week, a woman named Christine Blasey Ford came forward and accused Brett Kavanaugh of sexually assaulting her at a party when they were in high school. The woman is a professor and quite credible, but inevitably, the minute she came forward... Talks of a smear campaign began, and the Republicans vowed to plow through, just like Bruce wanted to do to her pussy. <laughs> uh, and they just want to plow through this issue and move forward with the hearing to confirm Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court.
1: Okay, so just when it looked like absolutely nothing was going to stop this fucking guy from being named to the Supreme Court, not even an official FBI investigation. No, well, why would it's 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 thirty it's uh, thirty five years ago. It Doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't Who matter. Cares? We'll have the FBI look into it, but just let's just plow through. Let's plow through. Let's plow through. Listen, whatever he did when he was in high school,
0: just... Ugh, I here, mean, there was a lot of matter. drinking. And you doesn't know what? Matter. It sounds like nothing
1: even fully happened, so... No. She, it's, he's a guy. He's a boy. And nothing happened. The rape didn't didn't he, go they, through to the they, end.
0: By the way, it was they. They didn't rape her. Yeah. They it, didn't it, it get sounds to like fil- it, yeah, fulfill it. Yeah, they never came, so whatever. They never came. They also, like... All they did was push her down and put their hands over her mouth and put their dicks out and rip her clothes off and yell at her. And she had to,
1: like, push them off and run away. Like,
0: so what?
1: Who cares? Um, So just when it looked like nothing that wasn't going to stop him from being um, confirmed, um, uh, Ronan Farrow, America's number one Me Too exposer, (laughs) came out with an article in The New Yorker detailing an incident with a different woman a different woman now who claims that Brett Kavanaugh... <laughs> a different woman now. <laughs> it's a different woman now. And That's my next song. It's called A Different Woman Now. A different woman now. He pulled mm-hmm. down his pants, stuck his dick in her face during a drinking game in college.
0: It sounds so familiar um, <laughs> from what so many things we've heard about these guys who love just sticking their oh, dicks do. in women's faces. They love
1: the old exposing the dick game.
0: The old exposing the dick game, which old Bruce Kavanaugh yeah. seemed to really enjoy. Well, this new woman's name is Deborah Ramirez. She's the second woman to come forward, but at this point, I doubt she's the last because Stormy Daniels' tan lawyer, <laughs> Dan- Stormy tan- Daniels' tan uh, Iron Man running <laughs> right bike, bike enthusiast, bikeathlon t- rider, exactly. Michael Avenatti tweeted that he has another client who can prove that Brett Kavanaugh and his friend Mark Judge, who was allegedly in the room in high school when the first woman claimed she was assaulted, Avenatti's client claims that she has proof that Kavanaugh and his friend were involved in some sort of scheme to have gangbang sex with young girls in the
1: 80s. Okay, so you guys got that... Stormy Daniels' weird lawyer that Julie always says looks like he just got off a bike with like a number on his back. Oh my god, he like ran off, put his suit.
0: the number. If he took his suit off, that's would be under the suit.
1: It's like a he's wearing bike he's shorts. A triathlete of some he sort is wearing bike shorts. This guy basically has gone over Twitter and started tweeting all these that he's got some kind of inside scoop, right with. Mark judge and Brett Kavanaugh who apparently yes. were a tag team no pun intended yep. they did who, the
0: old um, Eiffel Tower yeah the old <laughs> Eiffel yeah. Tower who were
1: who are the gangbang chums of, from yes, high school the Gangbang brothers <laughs> and so we've all run across that on you porn and Michael Avenatti said that he is not talking about Deborah Ramirez who's mm-hmm. the woman from Ronan Farrow's article but a different woman um, whoever his client is is a different woman so um Mark Judge, the other half of the gangbang duo, (laughs) is a conservative writer and he has denied the claims that they almost raped the first woman, Dr. Ford. She's like a professor with a doctorate at like Stanford or something. I don't know. We don't research that far. It's somewhere in Northern California. (laughs) It's Um, probably in Davis or something. um, So, but this guy, he's written two full length memoirs, but including one which is about addiction entitled Wasted Tales of a Gen X Drunk. If those um, guys are Gen X, I don't even know what to make of my life. But um, I don't even I, I don't even get that. But um, in this memoir, he mentions his good friend Bart O'Kavanaugh. I mean Bart O'Kavanaugh, and he talks about their many drunken exploits together.
0: Wh- and one of those exploits, which Mark Judge did <laughs> admit to, which was um, having um, tag team sex with a woman. I don't so, know
1: if he admitted to that or if that's the thing from another accuser well mark judge they said that mark judge said that he did that but he doesn't
0: remember he thinks that the, it was consensual and it was he says it, that it was consensual and he's also embarrassed that he did it and it yeah
1: that's what so, that's what he that's what it was in in the new yorker story one of uh, mark judge's former girlfriends elizabeth Razor, said that he once told her ashamedly of an incident that involved him and other boys taking turns having sex with a drunk woman mm-hmm. He deemed it consensual. Um, But I guess a lawyer for Mark Judge says he denies that claim. Um, And no one knows if that's connected to whoever Avenatti is representing. Because this is all very confusing. But at this point, there's 900 people that say these guys get drunk and fucking gangbang chicks.
0: Including him! Including Mark Judge! Yes. So there's no way. I mean, it's just like... When we get now, I I understand that we're in this thing and everybody's talking about it. it's like he said, she said, and like whatever, and like you know, there's no whatever. It's not a Well, you know what? She said, she said, she said, she said, she said, and also at this point, like, why do we have to believe the guy at first? Why is why is it always he gets to be innocent until until
1: what? You can't prove somebody fucking no. that even fuck somebody. And there's plenty so. of people. A pre- on the supreme court presently and who could be up for the supreme court who no one will surface and be like that's right the motherfucker tried to gangbang rape that's me right. in high school that's right like they can say oh he threw up in my ashtray in my car when i was driving him home <laughs> or he um was too like you know there's a million gross hey, things that you guys can even do. be less
0: moonbez he shoved his dick too hard down my throat and it yeah. was too violent it was too much but i was like
1: well no and then whatever but like i wasn't nearly almost raped in high school were you no. Exactly. I was not nearly almost right to high
0: school. I just don't, woman, I no, just don't absolutely believe
1: not. that a woman is going to embarrass herself. I don't no, even care if, no. if Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi no. wired that bitch a million dollars and were like, do it, bitch. <laughs> I don't even think... Oh, do you know how hard it would be and to how come would they forward. find her? What professor? What professor? And the, Christine Ford had to go into
0: couples therapy with her own husband. She went into couples therapy with her own husband and the husband can corroborate that she apparently had this traumatic event, which then... In, in high school. In high school, which informed her sexual, personal, private life with her actual husband that they had to go to couples therapy. for Like, clearly she has PTSD from a horrible situation. Every girl, as we know, as we've talked about, as you know... <laughs> has something with guys that's gross because they're gross but then nobody has a thing where they have PTSD and they have to with go into couple therapy with two men
1: two guys come in on. high school nearly raping and the the records from her um, therapist predate this issue this is from like 10 years ago or 2012 or something so the proof is there and not only if the proof wasn't there there's 500 other women waiting in the wings to roll on forward and be like the guy's part of the gangbang brothers that's and right. it's all gonna come out now But Brett <laughs> Kavanaugh should step the fuck down he should get the fuck out of our face yep um Avenatti um rode his bike and tweeted <laughs> um he he tweeted urging the Senate Judiciary Committee to ask Kavanaugh about an entry in his yearbook that reads F F F F F F like F F F F 4th of July right. which he believes stands for find them French them feel them finger them fuck them forget them which I guess could just be any man's um uh, goal at 4th of July um He also suggested in another tweet that the committee asked Kavanaugh whether he targeted women for sex or rape at house parties or assisted Mark Judge in doing so, or whether he saw men lined up outside bedrooms at parties where a woman was inside as part of a quote unquote train Mm. and whether he was aware of it or tried to stop such incidents. Like at this point, if you're a judge, if you're going to be on the Supreme Court and you saw men lining up to run a a train on a drunk woman, uh, I'm sorry, but you can't be on the Supreme Court. You um, can't even be a judge. I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, that's part of the vigilante group. that's going to um, line up to run a train on yo ass. Peggy Davis eyes just, <laughs> she's here. She's waiting outside. We've uh, all got Peggy Davis eyes. Okay, um, Brett.
0: Okay, Bruce. Okay, Mark. Bruce and Mark. Um, <laughs> this is where the women's vigilante group does mm-hmm. come in. And I I know that we all, I know that we all have demons in our closet. <laughs> Uh-huh and I know that we um it's hard to judge it's hard to judge it's hard to throw stones at a glass house, uh-huh, but uh um, hard for me, but even with the demons, but I do it pretty well, but i uh i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna break through the glass house, yeah, and i'm gonna take my demon wings and my demon pe- peg 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 stick and um <laughs> exactly, and i'm gonna um i'm gonna say for for the record, I'm going to say I will rape those two guys, yes until the dawn never comes. Okay, I you want to you want to you know you know what time the train's coming? The train's coming now, and the train oh the train's at the station. The train's at the yeah, station. The train's at the station. And the train and you know who's
1: getting off the train? It's I've drugged um, Johnny and a bunch of his buds, his big 6'5 five uh, yes, buds. Yes, and Johnny doesn't want to rape them, but I'll no. but I'll force Johnny. That's where I'm going to assault <laughs> yeah, Johnny. I'm going to drug Johnny McGovern. <laughs> And, um, yeah. and he's going to get a group together of gangbang brothers. Uh, oh, of yes. gay gangbang brothers. Yes. Gerg can be in there. Gurg's not tall. Uh-huh. He doesn't even need to be drugged. Some uh-huh. porn hooker friends. Yes. And then Johnny, you guys are going to get off the train and yep. you're going to go find Brett and Mark. Yep. And they are going to They're get fucked. going to get on the train. Fucked <laughs>
0: hard. That's right. I mean, this. Uh, that's where I just can't. I know it's like, you can't do eye for an eye. It's like, well, you can do rape for a rape. <laughs> you sure can. Let me tell you that you can do train for a train yep. and i'm not even ashamed of it and i'm not going to pretend like i'm not into it cuz i am train for a train that's what you're going to get brett and mark mm, how mm, dare mm, mm, mm. i mean i can't even there's no, i can't even think of anything else i really can't because i can't and 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 they're they're in they're rich they're white they're in an entitled prep school it's Ew. out of law and order svu it is. it's It's like, out of sharp objects quite it's frankly it's out of sharp objects it's out of We're rich, you're never going to say anything, you're never going to come against my dad, you're never going to, my dad's going to take your dad, Yeah. like, you'll never take me down, because I'm a rich, white,
1: whatever. That's the reason women never come forward as adults, and it's the reason women never come forward as kids, because you're always, it's always comes down to work. You either don't want to get fired from your job, right. your reputation will then right. make your parents work uncomfortable. Right. It'll help make you not get into a college. Right. Now you've got some some shitty scarlet letter, like you're you're a a hooker who was there a whore who was right. there in the first place. Right. Now you're an accuser who's filled with drama who has to cause drama. You need attention. Nobody wants that on their reputation. Everybody just wants no. to slink away yes. and go be like, yes. why did I have one beer and think Mark was cute when he was a rapist? It's like right. you blame yourself. Yeah. And it yeah. always comes down to work because you'll never work again, oh. you know, or your work will suffer. I can't. It makes me, I can't. I'm enraged. I know. Um, I'm enraged. I'm enraged. And I want well, to. Well, what about when the state rep, um, Ralph Norman, from a Republican from South Carolina, who is, you know, um, having to run again for the midterms, he said at a campaign rally. Did y'all hear the latest late breaking news from the Kavanaugh hearings? Ruth Bader Ginsburg came out saying that she was groped by Abraham Lincoln. He's getting the train. He's running. getting on the train. Yep. Johnny. He's, get, he's getting on the train. Get it ready. He's, he's getting on the, tra- yeah. the train. The train. The the,
0: the 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 you know what? I you know what? I gotta stop doing the podcast because I'm gonna be busy now from now until I die.
1: Because that train stops. It's gonna be it's called to- Dumb Gay Train. <laughs> dumb gay train running. The train's gonna be running high. Oh my god. Ralph Norman is probably gay and in the closet too. Like, let's go find your skeletons, Ralph Norman god these women they just what is wrong with being groped anyway there's no problem with it also you want to say and ruth then, bader yeah, ginsburg gonna who's age, on the supreme court you're gonna age her too and, age yeah. and you're old and ugly ralph norman you'd be lucky for ruth bader ginsburg to fucking give you a fucking hand job oh i mean wow like i'm gonna
0: take a cheese grater okay <laughs> ralph norman, norman. And I'm going to rub it on your dick (laughs) and your balls and your balls. Yeah. And I'm not going to stop until all that's left is Dick Parmesan on your Brett Kavanaugh's (laughs) butthole. Okay. (laughs) I am not fucking. I am in no mood. I am in no mood, sir. Sir. I am in no mood, sir, to be dealing with this. I cannot handle it. I cannot handle it. So I am in no fucking mood. I do want to say the light at the end well you know what I hope this is going to be horrible for her and I hope it's not but Dr. Ford is going to testify in front of the Judiciary Committee on Thursday but like man I just I feel horrible I hope for she her. doesn't even have
1: to I hope that at this point there's so many Ronan Farrow yeah. like me yeah. tooers that come forward yeah. that it's just like Brett Brett you need to step <laughs> on down Brett take it let whoever's listening to this, Rachel Maddow's interns, go send a letter to Brat and let him know he needs to step on down, make it easy on himself, take his Bible-beating wife and him oh, and his two kids, gosh. and go shrink back. You know what? And quit quit on the appeals court. Quit all of the yeah, courts.
0: Yeah, you don't get to be a judge anymore, Brat. No. Or Mark. None of you. And you know what? Representative Mark's Ralph last Norman. name is
1: just Judge. He's not even a judge. That guy Mark Ralph change Norman? your last name. You don't even get to have the last name Judge. Your last yeah. name's fucking Butt Brother. Gangbang. <laughs>
0: Yeah, your last, name is, your last name is Mark Parmesan, Dick Parmesan. <laughs> yeah. That's your name. In fact, your whole name is Dick Parmesan. All of you, all of your names now are Dick Parmesan. That's your name. So I That sounds ever... like a nice dish, Dick Parmesan. Oh, you know what I mean? I <laughs> can't decide between the Dick Parmesan. The veal Parmesan oh, the and the eggplant
1: Parmesan. <laughs> um, do you have the Dick Parmesan on the menu? That is so funny. Yeah. We do have that.
0: We Great. do have Dick Parmesan. We do have it. Yes.
1: Um, let's get away from um th- uh that racist rapist and okay. head on over to Midterm Street
2: mm. day, away. on my way to where the air
0: is sweet. Wow. Can you tell me how to get how to get to Midterm Street. Beep, beep. How to get to Midterm Street. Excuse me, sir. Do you know how to get to Midterm Street? I'm just coming from the train station. <laughs> how do I get to Midterm Street? I'm, I'm busy. I'm very busy at the train station. You know, just raping Brett Kavanaugh <laughs> endlessly. Till it till he, till he's till he's dead. Good.
1: <laughs> You're raping someone to death.
0: Sweet. <laughs> oh. Oh, well the midterm elections are less than two months away And the whole thing is Whether or not the Democrats will come through And take back control of any branch of Congress At this point, Republicans hold the majority In all things government And it sucks ass So all the liberals, progressives, Democrats, Millennials Legal immigrants, illegal immigrants Prisoners, homeless people, animals, trees and fish Want a need for there to be A blue
1: wave The blue wave We the almost The blue call crush wave blue, We almost called this blue wave street Um, it's very close, and the last time when we went to Primary Street, Julie let y'all know (laughs) that pretty much every single Democrat running for Congress has to win in order for the fucking Democrats to even take control. Right. And the likelihood of that is clearly slim to none, Mm -hmm. but it's looking a little less slim now that the racist rapist (laughs) Bart O'Kavanaugh has come on the scene. Mm Mm-hmm. If some of the independent women voters out there get a little too turned off by Rapio Kavanaugh and his friend run- Rapio Kavanaugh! Here fr- I am. And his friends running train on, trains on high school girls in the mm-hmm. 80s, then maybe those women independents will oh. get out and vote for the Democrats running in their states. Hey, Stranger Things have happened, but season two of Stranger Things sucked, <laughs> and that's really not a good sign, is Stranger it? Stranger Things season three is going to be great because it's going to be called
0: <laughs> The Train Is A coming <laughs> <laughs> and someone's on it and it's going to get pegged that's right oh god I can't let it go and you know what else isn't a good sign Cynthia Nixon
1: oh Miranda I don't know Steve Steve (laughs) I didn't become governor I I don't know what happened I always what's our I always forget our (laughs) I never remember our son's name Steve I don't know no I say I don't remember when you say it's Brady Steve oh that's right what do you say (laughs) I say Miranda wait I always forget our son's name it's, it's Brady, dude. Yeah, his name is Brady. Why don't you just remember? I have to work and make the money, That's and right. you don't do anything. And then later you, you go, "Yay, work. we're going on a trip." Oh God. Well, if we, you want to see Julie do Cynthia yeah. Nixon as as Miranda, um, you can go onto YouTube and <clears> in <throat> your box <throat> office and see Sex in the City Two. It's That's a shitty right. ass movie, Sex in the Shitty. Right. Well, we almost put this in the
0: segment called "You Might Not Know About This," but it's fucking tragic because if you don't live in the tri-state area. Many of you may not know that Cynthia Nixon, a.k.a. Miranda, from Sex and the City, was running to be the Democratic nominee for governor of New York, and she recently lost tragically. tragically, I mean, by 100 million (laughs) points.
1: Like, everyone in America went and moved to New York for the day to not vote for her. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So she lost to the sitting governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. And it wouldn't be that tragic and embarrassing, except that, one... The race was pretty contentious and argumentative between those two and yeah. their fights were like, like televised and printed and yeah. it was they were just really snarky and bitchy well and her she always was like you need to clean the subway. Yeah, exactly. See, you, you never need to take the subway, Andrew.
0: You <laughs> never even take the subway. I am a lesbian now, and you never take the subway. I'm on it. It's not clean. I'm on it. I have kids. Yes, um, we're M- both T- ginger.
1: MTA, MTA, MTA M- T- is not run by just New York City. It's run by the New York State. And I take the subway, and people see me on the subway with my wife. <laughs> so two, Cynthia N- Nixon seemed bizarrely overconfident and overreaching for someone who had never held a public office. Never not even um not even like not even city council no nothing. not even nothing so she, all she had to go on was that she was like a lifelong new york like new yorker but i was like take it take it down a notch moran <laughs> hey ran Randa, take it down and three again <laughs> we'll say she lost by a huge margin oh. that is being considered and called a quote-unquote a landslide and that is truly fucking tragic
0: <laughs> 30
1: percent i mean one. she literally <laughs> 12 people voted
0: for her. also like i listen she's tried she's an activist or she at least she speaks up she goes to things she's, she probably would have won if she'd come on the podcast that's right <laughs> she had she run for city council had she run for and i want to say you and said, Brad, if you're you, listening you know that you've you've definitely said this we're not stealing from
1: you he has said this that she should have run for city council. Oh, then you must have then s- did steal that to me privately because you... Well, I don't know who said it, but someone told me, probably drunk, that she... Sh- why well, I don't know why she was going right to governor. She... It, we might have been all three of us. Okay, yeah. So... So it was Brad. Yes. Okay, so... Brad, you're not listening, so fuck off. This is from us. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know if Brad locally said this, but we definitely said she should have started with city council, guys. Uh, Brad, come on. We made that up. Now, which is true.
0: She never did anything else now she could have run for rep rep city council mayor even mayor you're going for the governor of the
1: state like you gotta and, do you gotta do house of representatives first i think at
0: least and at least or what did or our friend
1: deb do she
0: city was a, ca- uh was like a representative was she a
1: state rep i think she was i think she might have been a city rep yeah i don't know she was in chicago i don't think but, she was a state rep
0: at least start in new york city start in brooklyn i think she lives in brooklyn like just start in brooklyn do something local do something for your neighborhood do something
1: start there and start building yourself but you wanted to be governor yeah and it, the thing was is that a lot of the thing that they blamed it on that that she lost in, by such a huge margin is the fact that he was obviously the sitting he's the incumbent he's the sitting governor and he, was liked. And he had a, and he had a huge budget but they blamed it on what what he did that was smart in his campaign was that they said she's an actress and a TV star and she's just like Trump and the truth is, right. I mean not for nothing like I'm starting to realize myself like I've been said about Oprah like at this point like I don't need another TV star who doesn't right. know what they're doing right. I don't need lifelong politicians that don't have anything else they're doing that don't have any money but I also don't need somebody popping in to a to a very very imp- like President Trump who comes in. Who has no experience whatsoever. And then you fuck up the office and you That's true. Fuck up and I do country. appreciate
0: that they're coming from a place of certainly anyone Democratic or liberal is coming from a place of actually trying to help. So they might be off base or offline or whatever and not have any experience. Donald Trump went in to make money for Donald Trump. Right. That's what Donald Trump went right. to do. And now all the Republicans fell in line because they're selfish bunch of fucking assholes. Right. Sorry. Yeah. But Cynthia Nixon really was like, you know, trying to help. And like wanted to,
1: but at the same time, like that girl Alexandra Ocasio Cortez yes, yes. or whatever, who yes. said, "Now she's a 28 year old Democratic socialist that unseated a well respected—that's in yes. quotes—Democratic incum- incumbent who." Um. So in June she unseated that person. Yeah. This guy who had been because what is she? Is she like the Harlem area or what? She's something. She's one of the boroughs, like whatever. The Bronx. Let me see. And yeah, oh, I think maybe it is the Bronx. And this guy, he probably, he's white, he you know, older, and he probably wasn't representing that area, and I'm fine with that. But I definitely, when I've seen interviews with her, I've thought she seems quite naive, very, very, very naive. Yes. And comes in with this attitude, like, of how things need to be done when she's never... Bronx, she's never been Queens. in Congress, and she doesn't exactly know how things should be done, and she needs to to humble herself a little bit. And all these people, including Cynthia Nixon, and I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, if you're coming in and you don't have any experience, you need to fucking humble yourself. and Don't be coming out like you know what the fuck is up, because you don't. None of us do. That's true. You know? And she's like, oh, this is just, this is not the end. This is just the beginning after she won. And then and the Governor Cuomo came in and said... Um, yo, that progressive wave, um, that's not even a ripple. <laughs> so, um, ruh, ruh. you know, it's like, I guess they mean the progressive wave, like, it gets it's even like offending Democrats that I guess are more to the middle or something. Well, I
0: definitely think you're making a good point because it's sort of like that Bernie, that Bur- the, the, the Bernie people thing where it's like, you're real idealistic it's, it's real idealistic and that's fine and you won and, and okay and idealism isn't bad and it's not no. you know dreaming is good and like but when you come with such like it's like a kid it's like a kid it's like a kid, like a kid yep. with an attitude so it's like or like when people are you know want to shave wave their finger at you it's like I like the binary I'm not <laughs> I have no problem with it and but if you want to come and be like yes fucking you're the reason why and you don't even know and you're like whoa 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 whoa." we can have a discussion about it and i'm certainly open and to learn but you don't just come at someone just because they think differently or whatever they're not coming at you with hate no like yeah you know what i mean so there's
1: And idealism. I think that's the problem. Idealism, yeah, because idealism will okay. be self righteous over realism. So, yes, and oh, say <laughs> that again. Idealism will be self righteous over realism, and yes. realism isn't coming from hate, and it, it's all—it's just being more realistic. And sometimes that's—and especially in politics, I'm quite sure that's necessary. We're dealing with money. We're dealing with other people's money, taxpayers' money. You have to be respectful of that. And there's some—there's a fine line between. You know, Alexandria o- Ocasio-Cortez and then be- Beto O'Rourke who is... Right. Who, you know, and he's... That guy's up against the fucking... The world because yes. he is probably going to start charging Texas state tax. They don't pay state taxes. Right. None of them want to pay that. Right. So if he's getting people in that state to finally be like, fuck it, man, we got to pay state tax if we want our kids to be educated, if right. we want, you know, our infrastructure, all of that. So I don't know. He's somebody that he can... He can he can do the idealism and right. realism and and yes. and raise the money and not from super PACs. Right. Well, I think
0: too when you come when you come when you come correct, which he's doing. You're you know like if you listen to him talk, he's never putting anyone else down. He's never.
1: He's he's coming correct. He's coming with respect. He's coming. And he's with, coming with experience because he's a rat. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he has political experience, right. and, and you need that. So it's um I don't know what's gonna happen and 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 i always thought that the blue wave was just democrats winning but i think now the blue wave seems to be representing more of like a super progressive progressive like almost socialist
0: i don't think there's going to be like a super socialist wave there might be a democratic wave but i don't think there's going to be like yeah i just don't think so I just don't think we're ready for that. Well, I'm not. We need it just to be a blue wave then. Of <laughs> I Democrats. want a regular, like regular weed. We I want, want a regular, reg- we want a regular, regular wave,
1: wave. Regular wave.
0: We're not. We're so extreme right now that yeah. like we I just don't need
1: think- the wave from from Point Break. No, we need a regular I just need a regular, wave. regular like a. Yeah, and then we just a need to surf it. Race. We don't want to body surf it. We don't want to boogie board it. We just no, want to be a regular, just regular, big I wanna be board. on
0: a, I want to be on a in a in a little boat. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in a cute little boat where I'm relaxing. Yeah. I don't wanna it's a regular We rate. can we wait. Don't... We can yeah. wait four more years for like the other
1: wave. Yeah, wait exactly. Wait for well, let's, let's wait for the of... president to change. Yeah. That's just gonna be in two years. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. To have the real wave. Um, okay, well, um now it's time for douche capades.
2: That my name is douche. To
0: you. This segment is called Douche Capades. It's pretty self-explanatory. Um, like the last segment, this topic could have gone in a different segment, but we ultimately decided that it should go in Douche Capades because it's about a huge <laughs> lifelong douche <laughs> Tiger Woods.
1: Okay, so I have a lot of history with Tiger Woods. Mm. I hated him long before America hated him. (laughs) I hated him long before America even knew about him. Mm. And that's because he's my dad's favorite golfer. Mm. My dad is an enormous sports fan, and there's no sport that the motherfucker doesn't watch. I don't even know if he can technically be called a fan because he doesn't seem to get a lot of enjoyment out of his teams. When he's rooting for his favorite teams, he makes it seem like it's a very stressful job that he's being paid (laughs) paid to do and a job that he hates. Oh, man. Right, Mom? But I digress. So it's just like, "Oh, come on." Oh, oh man, he mm. he breaks coffee tables, he throws remotes. He breaks coffee tables? Oh yeah, he keep he bans me from rooms if I when I was in high school and I don't talk to him anymore, but in in high school or whenever when if I was sitting in the room and the and the Cowboys would start to lose, he would and they'd, they'd be winning and I'd walk in the room and sit and they'd start losing, he'd make me leave the room. Wow. My mom knows, my the dog and my mom go hide and watch watch QBC. Mm. Um So, of all the sports, though, and he watches, again, every sport. I mean, name it. Boxing, tennis, horse racing. NASCAR. He does not do NASCAR. So, um, It has to have people doing things in it. Of all the sports, golf is the most important. He plays golf. He lives golf. He loves golf. He watches golf. (laughs) The motherfucker retired when I was a senior in high school, moved my family from California to Texas, where we lived, on the second tee of a golf course, and he drove his golf cart to work, in quotes, every day. Isn't that cute? No, it wasn't. It wasn't cute. My dad drove a golf cart to play golf every single day of my senior year in high school. Wow, I Who, do kind of want a golf cart though. I have to admit, I've, his, never, I've never been. I'm, and his I, was I like a it. his was like a green, like an emerald green, like mm. my parents' emerald green Camry. So they had two emerald green. Well, quote, I mean, unquote, I'm not that mad at the golf cart. I do. sometimes envision driving a golf cart around for fun. And his car got to go in the garage, and mine didn't. His golf cart. So, and, <laughs> oh, so, no. So it was right about this time that Tiger Woods hit the scene, and he hit the scene hard. And Russ Howard was obsessed. He's my dad's favorite gol- golfer then, all the way then, till all the way now, and I'm 110 years old, and I hate his fucking smug guts. Okay? So I started hating him in high school, and then 12 years later, everyone else started hating him too. Interesting. Well, for those of you too young or gay to remember
0: this— Tiger Woods was a famous golfer and an iconic athlete on the level of Michael Jordan when he married a gorgeous Swedish girl <laughs> who was the au pair to another pro golfer. She was way out of his leagues, looks wise. I mean, anyone is out of his leagues, looks wise. <laughs> That's the guy right. is super ugly. Yeah.
1: But like but every like, other pro athlete.
0: Right. He thought he was entitled to it and proceeded to treat her like shit. They had two kids. And then in 2009 on Thanksgiving night, she found out he was a filthy cheater and chased him out of the house with a golf club. He was on Ambien and Vicodin and crashed his SUV into a tree and a fire hydrant and the police showed up and found him bloody and snoring. Um, I mean bloody and snoring. Like yep. the guy fell asleep. Yeah. And his Swedish wife holding a golf club next to his SUV which had the two back windows smashed out.
1: Slow clap. Wow. Wow. Um, I'd like to add that she threw his phone at him and chipped his tooth. (laughs) Um, and Scandinavian people are well known to be so even keeled and controlled that they are like considered cold. And she was no exception. No one had ever seen her act like that. They, everybody was like, oh my God, they like literally couldn't believe it. And then she just snapped. And I can tell you I was on cloud fucking nine. Okay. I hate his fucking guts. Not only did she smash his tooth and his F- SUV windows, she walked away with his kids and $100 million. <laughs> and she deserved she it. She got $100
0: yes. million. Yes. Well, she deserved it. Well, after this incident hit the news, 9,000 women <laughs> came forward to say they fucked him. Uh, he lost all of his endorsements. He basically, his whole life, he lost his life. And again, he deserved it. I mean, there was no one the guy wouldn't fuck. He picked up he picked up an Orlando IHOP waitress, went to have sex with her in his SUV, and found out she was
1: on her period, so he pulled out her tampon and threw it out the window, and then he fucked her! Yeah. That was the height. And I mean, there was literally wow. 9,000 different women. So, in 2009, he claimed he was addicted to Ambien and Vicodin, and sex. Actually, I think the official reason he went into rehab was actually sex addiction. Which isn't a real thing, and we did learn that from an actual <laughs> doctor. Yeah. And he, he, I don't think he said it was a prescription pills. pills. Um, but lo and behold, he was back at it again um, last May in 2017. He got arrested again after he was found asleep at the wheel of his 2015 Mercedes-Benz on the side of the road in Florida, less than a mile from where it happened before, under the influence of Ambien and Vicodin. So, you can imagine... His golf game suffered <laughs> uh,
0: due to his clear and present issue with prescription pills, which does not seem to have waned since the incident with his wife in 2009. But additionally, the guy has had a persistent knee issue, an Achilles injury, an elbow strain, and four fucking back surgeries. One, two, three, <laughs> four, back surgeries. Problem from all that fucking in the back of an SUV. Exactly. Whoever thought golf was a chill sport wasn't playing like Tiger Woods. Now... Who knows if the injuries cause the pill dependency or vice versa or the pill dependency cause the injuries. But either way, it doesn't hurt to be constantly injured when you're jonesing
1: for an unending source of Vicodin and Ambien. That's right. Because like everyone who wow. has a painkiller addiction, wow. you somehow need, uh, you need surgeries wow. all the time when, you have, when you're addicted wow. to painkillers. So all of that mm. is very, 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 very douchey. And Ugh. everything this guy does is douchecapades to me. Um, due to all that I just explained about my dad and golf and at the beginning of the segment. But most importantly, because everything he does is accompanied by the douchey, smug attitude and look on his face that drives me up a goddamn wall. (laughs) But this weekend, he won his first PGA tournament in five years. And though his interview was douchey, and at first we were scoffing and shit-talking, I ended up deciding that it was... A redemption story. Mm. And one that we all should be inspired by. Oh. Because whether you're a drug addict, pill popper, or you're suffering from a knee injury, or a back surgery, or a baby having injury, or any injury, or you're a sex addict who drives on ambience. <laughs> your life doesn't have to be over. Mm. There are more wins ahead for you. You just have to believe it. I mean, Tiger Woods is like 40 fucking fives. The guys had 9,000 surgeries... Nine thousand injuries. He's had two DUIs. He lost a hundred million dollars. He had seventy nine wins. He hadn't won a tournament in five years, and he just won. I mean, when you say those things, it does seem
0: inspiring. Like when you just say like the the things that are like knee surgery, back surgery, losing a hundred million dollars, addicted to pills, crashing your car. I mean, without bringing in the other the things that are you know that you can judge it does sound like a like an inspiring story <laughs> it is inspiring i mean it does it does and certainly when you're looking for
1: inspiration yeah because it's not <laughs> just it's not even if he just won the tournament high on vicodin i'm inspired at yeah, this point because yeah. at this point doing anything when you're that deep in the throes of addiction is impossible but coming back from your own uh you know being in the throes of addiction and then acting in such a, a hideous, disgusting filthmonger way, having the whole country be disgusted. I mean, besides I guess men, grown men, dad, I'm looking at you. Every everyone else, kids and women and younger men and older men looking being like, The guy's a piece of shit, you know what I mean? There wasn't anyone that didn't think he was a piece of shit beside yeah. my dad and his ilk. Right. And and then, you know, you did that all because you're a drug addict. Right. And now you have fifty thousand injuries, and you can barely even hold a golf club, probably. And you come back, and you get your your eightieth win. I mean, I'm going to choose to be inspired by the shit, not <laughs> even like the guy. This should be the so. There's that. So let's um, let's hear him crying after he won his eightieth tournament and his first in five years.
0: I, I just can't believe I I pulled this off after
1: you know what the season's gone through and. Um...
2: It's been, uh, it's been, it's been tough. You know, I, I've had a, I've,
1: uh, not not so easy last couple of years and I've worked my way back and uh, I, I couldn't have done it without the help of, you know, everyone around me. And um, some of those close, like some of the, the players that I saw after on, there on, on 18th green here, um, you know, some of them knew what I was struggling with and uh, it was really special to see them there and. Uh, it's just hard to believe I, I've, I've, you know, won the tour championship.
0: I kind of wish his, that was a little better, you know what well, I mean? Well, that's why he's in Douche Capades, Yeah, I you mean, know? you don't really want to hear him talk, but
1: what he did was inspiring, but what he says is douchey. And I mean, he was, but he was struggling, he met struggling, he cried, and I mean, the guy is about as deep as a fucking, you know, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. but but it's 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 for all of us to know there are winds ahead with our with our with our aches and pains and injuries and bedridden and our feelings and our problems so um yeah if even a douche like him can do it then a douche like me can too That's right now it's time for so there's that part of the show where I give Julie the task of finding a ray of light shining through all the shit. She hates doing it and we have been so busy sifting through our own shitty sober feelings that it's damn near impossible for the bitch to find something good going on in the world. But she always manages to pull something out of her ass and let's hope today is no exception. I took Tiger Woods, but uh <laughs> I know. What is your There's not much more inspiring than that. Yeah, but what's your so there's that moment for this week, meow? meow? <clears throat> well, this
0: one was hard. It was real hard. And you know, I was saying, I, I couldn't find anything. I couldn't. I couldn't find anything. And I couldn't figure it out. Is it was me? Is it was Tiger Woods? What's my problem? I can't find one thing that's anything. Well, finally I came across, I stumbled upon this. Now, I normally like like to write out my thoughts and you know what I mean? But like, I'm just sort of, I'm just winging it. Yeah, I'm wing winging it. it. Wing it. I'm winging it. So I read this, I found this article and I was like, What? And then it brought me to something else Which is really the thing But this but this is actually I should say this is the thing and the other thing is really Just more like a so there's that to so there's that Okay So in 1908 uh, Long and I'm, I'm reading this off of um, Digitalmusicnews.com Okay that sounds like a trusted website <laughs> uh, 1908 Long before the internet was even conceived Yes that's right we didn't have digital music. We didn't have anything. We just had... We had the old... The old piano player. The old piano player on a round tin. In around. And what do you want to hear? at The old pub and saloon... Saloon grill. What's that? The old pub and saloon, saloon yeah, grill? Yeah, what do
1: you, do you... mean like a... Yeah, a you Dix-a-phone know the piano... You know how
0: the pianos had like that...
1: Oh, that's that, right. That, you know that scrolling I mean? thing. Yes. Like they have it like Disneyland and exactly, stuff. Exactly, okay. exactly. So... <laughs>
0: There basically there were no rules for music. There was no laws. There was nothing. People had a piano, and that was it. And that was pretty much what you got for music. Well, as we know, time went on. Music became everything, and it's now in every platform. You have you had albums, you had discs, you had whatever. We were, now we have streaming music,
1: so no one makes any money. Huh? Right.
0: So we can go online, and we can not even just do iTunes. Or you have Spotify. You have you have, Pan, you have Pandora. Um, before that, we had the other one that got shut down. You have all these different ways to get music. Now, with Pandora and Spotify particularly, those are streaming. You can go on and pay a certain amount per month, and you can listen to any music you want. Oh, they
1: also have Amazon
0: streaming music right. now. Right, all of the streaming. But when you pay that and you listen to a song, is that person getting a residual? No. No. So Which is why Taylor Swift was like, fuck you, you're not getting my album that, on there. Right. Now, Apple Music has joined in, too. You pay a certain amount per month. You can download every single song on the entire iTunes catalog, which I do. So <laughs> I do not. Right. Now, there have been bills over the years that have tried to update music industry laws and all this kind of stuff, and it's been going on. So now we're, uh, you know, 100, 100 plus years that this has been happening. Jesus. Now, I couldn't believe when I read this. So, basically, the Senate... Unanimously just a month ago passed the Music Modernization Act, which streamlines the music licensing process to make it easier for rights holders to get paid when their music is streamed online.
1: Oh, so this sweet. is sweet.
0: This is a huge deal. It means that you know they haven't they have to work it out. It's so it's billions of songs and, and, and the Republicans
1: and, looked around and was like, Does anyone here are you is anyone here part of a record label? No, no. So this is fine, cool, great. Well, here's what's funny that you should say yeah. that. So,
0: it started out with... A, it was a bipartisan. It was bipartisan. Yeah. It started out with, you know, Democrat and Republican. they're Obama. all in
1: oil and fucking energy yeah. and, and, and pharmaceuticals. That's right.
0: <laughs> now, what's funny is that when you think about who's pushing through this modern music... Modern... Music Modernization Act. Who? Who? I would have thought who? Al Franken. Right. Of course. <laughs> of course. Exactly. Well, what's crazy is that the, pe- the, 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 the major senator to get it pushed
1: forward. It's going to be some Republican from like Texas or something that loves country music. Is Orrin Hatch. Oh my God, that's so fucking funny. Why? And not only was he instrumental
0: in pushing it forward, they have now named the bill after him. So Orrin Hatch,
1: where is he from? What's so Orrin it?
0: Hatch is the the representative from Utah, or the senator from Utah. Okay, and you know he's the he's the he's what he's the um, you know he's like a he's been in the senate. He's an old time. ass
1: motherfucker. He's an old ass motherfucker. <laughs> Hit it, he's, Orrin. He, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, take it away. Boom, titty, boom. And as we know, Orrin Hatch is now. I didn't realize to the extent I thought Orrin Hatch was in a barbershop quartet. He's doing it on his Sunday. He goes to church. Blah blah. blah. He is um. He is Mormon. He's uh, Church of Latter-day Saints, whatever. He's super religious. Well, I didn't religious. know he was
1: Mormon. I knew he was old, but once you said Utah, now we know he's Mormon. Yeah, of course. So he... You look Mormon, you going to be Mormon, okay? <laughs> no.
0: He, I thought he was you, always in it a It should be you from Utah, you're going to be Mormon. And that's straight up true. That is straight up true. That is true. <laughs> that's like being from Israel and not being Jewish. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. So he, as we know, as we've talked about in the past, he's like, likes doing barbershop quartet shit, whatever. <laughs> well, I didn't realize. So when I read that it was Orrin Hatch, I was like, so first of all, so I could have left it at that. I could have left it at that. The fact that the the Senate and it, Trump still has to sign it and still has to become a bill. It's still not. However, the fact that every senator, every congressman signed this to move forward. It's already crazy. Is insane. So with, they can't do anything. This Congress, this House, they're not doing it. They can't do anything. They can't. No. They don't agree no. on anything. No. They don't. But of course, what is it that brings people together? Music. music. That's right. So I could have just been said. So there's that. That's which is enough. That is enough. That's enough. That you. That shows you that people who don't agree on things can find well, it's something. It's probably going to end up
1: being the nicer ending. You're probably going to take it now and make it into like kind of a little bit of a Judge Julie. <laughs> <laughs> when it could have ended at music, da da, and that. So well, let's that. do an alternate ending. <laughs> okay. So let's
0: say the the let let let's say. Let's say, you know what, it, ge- it does give me hope because the fact that the Senate and the, 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 the House and the Congress, that Republicans and Democrats not only worked together on the bill, but they all voted on it and they all pushed it forward. And if that doesn't give you hope, I don't know what will. So there's that.
1: I'm back! <laughs> Alternate ending. Alternate Two. ending.
0: So I learned that Orrin Hatch not only is in, is not only in... Um, A Mormon barbershop quartet? Exactly. The guy has written over 300 songs. What? And so he's got a personal investment in all this. Uh, Now, Now, it wouldn't be Congress if they didn't have a personal (laughs) investment in the bills. Exactly. So he loves music, okay? The guy loves music. So he's (laughs) written hundreds of songs, but a lot of religious songs. Well, of course. He does He's shit like Jebediah. Like, don't leave us,
1: please. Take fourteen more wives.
0: Exactly. John Your love Smith. is like a river, and my wife is just one. Yeah, I'm looking for three more, and I'll even fuck my son, whatever. <laughs> so, here's here's where I got where it got like, it just got weird. So, <laughs> you know what? It's been weird, but I'm gonna let you go. Okay.
1: So, if only he could have just been from Louisiana, I and know. not Utah.
0: So he's writing all these songs, and he's got all these songs, whatever. Well, apparently, this Jewish guy interviewed Orrin Hatch, and he basically was he was writing an article for the New York Times magazine, and this guy's named Jeffrey Goldberg, and he's Jewish. And this was, this is like, ten years ago or whatever. So Orrin Hatch said to the guy, like, I wrote all these songs, and have you heard my love songs? Orrin Hatch was written love songs. So the guy's like, no, I haven't, Yeah. <laughs> Then the guy was like, well, have you ever... And Orrin Hatch turns out, like, has written Christmas songs and holiday songs and tons and tons of religious songs, of course. So the guy was like, well, have you ever written a Hanukkah song? And Orrin Hatch was like, well, you know what? No, I haven't. It's funny that you should say that. I should, and I'm going to. So he did. He wrote a Hanukkah song. He wrote the Hanukkah song, and then it was recorded. (laughs) Okay. Now, he didn't sing it. He had Jews sing it. As you do. As you do. But I thought I could play a little bit. Of his Hanukkah song. So you could hear... When Mormons
1: and Jews come together in the now, way that makes the holidays sing. But here's the thing.
0: And here's what I think is interesting. So he went on
1: to say basically that there aren't any good
0: inspiring Hanukkah songs. because Jews just, aren't. They're all basically the same. And as we know, light one candle for the Maccabee children. <laughs> with things that light didn't die. Or Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, come light the menorah. We know that there's Hanukkah songs. So he thinks he's coming with something fresh and new. Okay. Okay? Okay. It's called Eight Days of Hanukkah. He didn't write the music, only the lyrics. Oh, okay, well I wasn't mad of the music. We've already
1: heard it. Festival of Life. Well, we've heard these lyrics before. I thought it was something I'd already heard. Exactly. I'm not mad at it. I think it's going to become a holiday classic, a Hanukkah classic. A Hanaday classic. Hey! You know what, Oren? Hit it, Oren. I mean,
0: he's wearing, and Mormons do like Jews, and as you know, if you don't know this about the Mormon religion, they take dead Jews and they baptize them. Just letting you know. That's the thing. Now Take the <laughs>
2: <them>. <laughs> they did more. That's right.
1: <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> I love like a look- rock. I love like a rock Christmas. Song. Oh, I love a rock holiday song. <laughs> you know what? Children's voices <laughs> and they've been molested. They're 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 married to other Mormons. Um, so married at twelve. What I think you should do before you before you harshly prejudge the song, I think you should send it in an MP3 format to Phyllis and Leon, <laughs>
0: okay. and you should
1: say, "Mom," without any. Okay. Just say, "Mom," do you think we should rock this? Okay. Like out or is this? Are you feeling this jam, jammy jam or what? And then if your mom's like, "Oh," get her opinion on it before knowing. Okay. No, and if one of true a true Jewish lady (laughs) okay and you know the ladies are the real the real Jewish well as we know it goes through the mother's bloodline when a true true purebred thoroughbred (laughs) Jewish lady if she gives the stamp of approval then we must accept if she says she's just not feeling it also your mom is a beautiful songstress yes with a beautiful voice right and, and great taste so if she says if she says it's whack we're going to give it the official wax. Day. I
0: think we're going to... I think um, what's funny is it's just a... Deri- it's derivative and it's fine. But, like, I'm not... I'm, and, again, I'll judge. But I'm not that mad at it. No. Wh- he wrote wh- eight days of Hanukkah. Hey, let's celebrate.
1: All, all Listen, holiday songs it's are going to be derivative. That's true. You're not going to reinvent so, the wheel here.
0: No. And you know what? Orrin Hatch, a Mormon, Republican, conservative, wrote a Hanukkah song, which sung by lady Jews and children Jews. And you know this lady here? She no Republican. So I'm just saying, regardless of how we cut it up, we judge it, we slice it, we want to tear it apart, the shit brings people together. So there's that. that's
1: it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Yay! Thank you guys for listening again if you're still here. Um, If you haven't signed up for our Patreon podcast yet, go over to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and pledge a dollar a week so you can hear the members only podcast. Um, As we said earlier, our Patreon podcast has been very hit or miss for the last (laughs) couple of months. But once you sign up, you'll have a whole back catalog of classic podcasts to enjoy. And a whole um, new online community of friends where you can um, go and talk shit about us if that's you're feeling a, like we're just true. not doing
0: it right. That's true. Um, we have 1023 reviews on iTunes and today Brandy found a negative one that we somehow missed. I hate missing the negative ones. I'm going to go through favorite. I'm going to go back through and really look. Well, it's from August 21st, 2018 and it is from Miguel Il Piquino. And this is less this is less that's less, less than a month ago. So it's less. Now, as we know, I don't like to look the negative ones cuz I get um, I baited
1: also we were deep in our feelings since july so um any negative shit that comes out the last two months really is gonna fucking trig r it's gonna be a trig r honey <laughs> trig r trig okay? r
0: now trig navarro trig r. rated r <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <okay>? exactly <laughs> all right so here's
1: the headline there's a difference between comedy and islamophobia and it's two stars the person didn't even do one star, or, or Miguel didn't even do one star or zero stars. They did two stars. Two Miguel,
0: I hope you're still listening, because <laughs> Night Terror has been unleashed since the beginning of the show, and uh, Night Terror is actually, like, just on the, Night Terror on the cusp. I think they know because they heard your you your rape train <laughs> in fantasy. <sighs> uh, here's what Miguel had to say. I've been a long-time listener and typically love their content and have appreciated how they unapologetically speak their mind. However, the most recent episode crossed the line for me. I completely agree with their criticisms of reli- criticisms of religion, but their celebration of the burka ban in Denmark was offensive and, quite frankly, racist. In the most recent episode, the So There's That segment turned into a Muslim woman bashing segment. My understanding is that many feel empowerment... ...from desexualizing themselves in a world that's hell-bent on seeing them as sexual objects. Hmm. A world. Okay. And while I won't claim that I fully understand face covering, demonizing the people that choose to do so is nothing other than prejudice. No amount of saying, I'm not sexist and I'm not racist, changes what was just said. You two clearly are intelligent individuals do better.
1: Miguel? Uh, Well, I'm happy that um, Miguel said that I was intelligent, or that we were intelligent. (laughs) I also want to say, I definitely never said, I'm not sexist.
0: True. That is true. You never said that. I'm quite sure the words, I'm not sexist and I'm not racist, never came out of our mouths. Yeah. Even though we might not feel that we are, or whatever. Those words don't ever yeah, come I out of our, our mouths. Yeah, I don't walk around
1: being like, I'm not racist. Right. I mean, it's just. No.
0: We don't, that's basic bitch shit, it and is. we don't we say don't that We don't even shit. bother. It's like, now, you
1: can tell that we're not, um, so fuck off. Miguel, fuck off for a many <laughs> myriad
0: of reasons. <laughs> The other being that we were not also, and I just need to say this, um, we weren't Muslim women bashing. What we were doing is Muslim religion bashing women bashing. Right. So you can take your fucking, the fact that your ears that aren't listening and fucking <sighs> shove them up your dick Parmesan with fucking Brett Kavanaugh. I'm... <laughs> What, what what let me let me just try and reiterate what I said from that last episode, okay, okay, Miguel. Oh no, you're going to go through the whole thing. <laughs> no, I just want to say we weren't bashing Muslim women. In fact, we're not bashing any women. What we ever. are doing is ever. That's right. What we are doing is bashing a culture and a religion of any kind, and we did say this in this episode, and we didn't care if you were Jewish or Christian or whatever the fuck you are, if you're wearing a shadle or whatever, if you're being a woman being covered up by a religion, you are being oppressed and you are being abused. That is not to say that you yourself should be bashed, but what that thing is that's doing to you, 100% should be. So no. If we
1: don't look out for them, who will? And by the that's way, right. I love that Miguel needed to say, he or the, they agree with our uh, they feel empowered. criticisms of religion. Oh, right. I yes. guess it's just when we talk shit about Mormons or Christians That's or Catholic okay. priests right. or Jewish. Right. But if we talk about. Muslims, I guess, mm-hmm. in, in burkas, then then that's where Miguel And that's constantly. all
0: we're talking about, by the way, is a systematic oppression of women in a religion. We're not <laughs> talking about that actual religion and its other beliefs. What we're talking about is a religion that makes a woman cover her face up. And if you think that a woman would choose just <laughs> like a, a people who are poor want to eat maggots, they don't. They don't want to eat maggots. They eat them because they're there and because they, that's what they've been taught to eat because they're poor. That's all
1: that's available. And yeah. that's all that's no available.
0: Course. And if you're a oh, a girl who's grown up in a religion that teaches you that you are a piece of shit, that you are a man's object, that you are a man's um, uh, that he owns you, yeah, and you that you need to drive, that, yeah, you exactly, that you have to sit behind him, walk behind him, that you're a mother to a child. As a mother, you're yeah. a mother for your your face covered up, but your little child, little boy child, runs around free to be you and me, and you think that she feels empowered by that. You are the one that's racist. You are the one that's sexist. You haven't looked in the mirror. You need to look in the mirror, and you need to get. You want to talk about idealism versus reality?
1: Fucking enter reality, Miguel. Enter reality. And you know what? Go back on iTunes and give us five stars and delete that and rewrite it. Okay. (laughs) And as always, it's been real and it's been fun, but mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb and prejudiced. I'm pissed. (laughs) Rape trains.
0: Go night terror.
2: (laughs) How'd you do I See you've met my Faithful handyman He's just a little broad down Because when you knocked He thought you were the candy man Don't get strung up By the way I look Play with sign. You look black, like you both pretty groove Or if you want something visual, that's not two of us We could take in an old Steve Reeves move in. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. from transsexual Transylvania, ha <laughs> ha! Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania, <laughs> So, come up to the left.